are listening to Three Kitchens, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Join your hosts Aaron Walker, Heather Dyer, and Sarah Soma Sundaram. What's cooking, ladies? This episode of Three Kitchens is brought to you by Alberta Association of Optometrists, proudly celebrating a century of caring for Albertans. It happens. One in four school-aged kids has a vision problem, yet 80% of learning is visual for a child. That's why booking family eye exams with an optometrist helps ensure learning success. You can't detect hidden eye problems, but your optometrist can. Alberta Health Coverage Tours Annual Eye Exams is available until your child's 19th birthday. Book your family's eye exam today at optometrist.ab.ca. The Alberta Association of Optometrists represents almost 800 doctors of optometry in over 80 communities across the province. Members are highly trained, regulated health professionals who provide primary eye health and vision care to Albertans. Learn more at optometrists.ab.ca. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to our final episode of season one. That's <gasps> right. We made it. <laughs> we did. Well, it survived. Like a half, half a season because it's a short, short it one. Is. Yes, it was a short season. And the summer season has been sort of unpredictable mm-hmm. at best, yeah. too. So, yeah. But we, we pushed out an episode every week. We did. We've mm-hmm. done it. So congratulations. And thanks, listeners. Yes. Thanks for uh, sticking around with us. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> yes. for all your support and your ears <laughs> and your time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And when are we back? We're back September 28th. End of That's September right. with That's season right. two. And we've got a whole bunch of new ideas. So we're excited to get that started. Yeah, we're yeah. taking a month to um, reorganize our lives as, as we are all, we're all moms. We are all flying by the seat of our pants right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, summer is ending, which means our job is ramping up so that we can prep ourselves and get ready for school season again. For the dreaded back to school schedules. Dreaded by the children, not so much dreaded by us. No. I don't like waking up that early though. <laughs> mm. Well, there's that. That's true. Yeah. But that's what this episode is all about, isn't it? It's sort of trying yeah. to make that transition a little easier. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're talking about some tips and tricks for food and mm-hmm. for ourselves and for the kids. Yeah. Lunches. Lunches. It's something we always hate. Like at the end of school year, we're like, thank God we don't have to do lunches for two whole mm-hmm. months. Cause it's I always joke and say lunch is a four letter word. Mm-hmm. And the other day, my little guy was like spelling it out. He's like, there's five <laughs> letters, mom. I was like, <laughs> yes. So Sarah, you always call your lunches a bento or a bento box. You've got all these bento boxes for lunch kits. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> I have a, I have a whole shelf of different but kinds of really bento boxes. Like, popped up more so in the grocery store too like now I notice yes there's you know instead of just one brand that makes a bento box there's like a ton there's Mm -hmm. so much more out there so what makes a bento a a bento Sarah bento simply means a packed meal that's it so like a lunch box like a a lunch to take out of the house and eat somewhere else 
Ah. And so a bento box is just a lunch box. Oh. And that's as simple as it gets. And of course, you know, it can get more complicated if you see what some people do with their bento boxes, you know, mm -hmm. depending on what it's inspired by and how it's packed, they're called different kinds of bentos. So certain bentos are traditional uh, and then some are inspired by landscapes. So you'll see a lot of like, it looks like trees and flowers and, and then some are really cutesy bentos and hmm. we're not getting into all that stuff today, but. Are you going to be using your food tweezers in this episode, Oh, Sarah? yes, of course. Oh, good. Excellent. Oh, boy. It makes me think of, remember that video that was going around, or maybe there was more than one, I don't know, for a while, where it's like the side by side and there's a dad in like a robe and he's yes, trying to follow yes. along with the woman packing yes. her bento. It's like katsu and I don't know, she was, she had the tweezers, I think, and she was making it sound so easy. You just pack the rice here and you pack the katsu here and you... You pet, whatever and he's trying to kind of like he's looking at it like she's completely insane and he's throwing in like his what is that little lunchable yeah, yeah. made cheese and, and a crackers. celery stick like he just yeah. throws it right into the <laughs> bag like I've had it I'm, I can't keep up <laughs> yeah. yeah you see those things and you think wow like I wish I could have like if you saw Sarah's kids lunches you would mm. think wow I bet my kids would love a lunch like that but they're they're not getting it like yeah. <laughs> they might get the celery stick yeah exactly <laughs> the the lunch prep can be daunting mm -hmm. yeah last year with what was it called waste free lunches yeah i like that mm -hmm. and that was really awesome but it also like i mean it's another hoop to jump through it's another pressure on mom you gotta unwrap your granola bar before you put it in the lunch box I was doing that and then I was, I was like that too. but if they don't eat it like today then <laughs> it's drying out like forget it like just bring the wrapper home I told the kids yeah, just keep, make sure you keep the wrapper in your yeah. box like that's what I was doing as well don't be yeah. messy but I'm not unwrapping absolutely like your wagon wheel I'm not unwrapping that it'll be a crumbled mess yeah <laughs> oh there's my bread beeping she's baking bread right now she's got to run in <laughs> get it out of the oven. <laughs> yeah, it's timely. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm always making this bread. So. Well, well, why don't we start with talking about your bread? Cause that mm. was one thing you wanted to talk about. Okay. Well, you know, I just popped my bread out of the oven. Yes. How did it go there? How does it look? It's hot. My house smells like fresh baked bread, but it's something that I have now done consistently for the last five years. Longer, for sure, because I remember the time I met you and you were making it then. And too. I was still making it mm. then. So then that would be six or seven years now. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't keep doing this and making this bread if it took too much effort. As long as you give yourself that time where it sits and does mm -hmm. all the magic gluten forming, it takes almost nothing to do. Is it an overnight rest? Like, do you make it the night before? Yeah, it is. It is one of my favorite chefs. I'm now at stalker level on Facebook with him. Nice. And it says I'm a top fan and I'm like, whoa, yeah. time to back off. I don't know what that means. And that <laughs> makes me a little bit nervous. So I'm, you know, trying to like, like and comment less on his stuff. But <laughs> uh, so he's a Canadian chef named Michael Smith. And you've met him. I was starstruck and super excited about that. There's a picture of you and him, and I think the rest of the family, and um, I've never seen a bigger grin on Aaron's <laughs> face in any other picture. <laughs> I used to watch him on Food Network. I thought right. he did some really cool stuff. 
he does a lot of um, cooking with fire, which, you know, is, you know, right up there on my favorite things. Mm -hmm. So his uh, recipe in his cookbook, Back to Basics from 2013, he has a heritage bread that is no need super simple overnight bread. Right. He says you could make the dough in 60 seconds, skip the hassle of kneading and just let it sit overnight. Is it really 60 seconds? Would you say? You know, <laughs> if you've got all your stuff out, it is like measure, dump, measure, stir, done. Yeah. Okay. It's easy. Yeah. I sometimes wonder when you look at the, like sometimes the times on a recipe, the prep time is like, okay, yes. maybe if you've done it like 500 times, but... Yeah. But you know what? This one is really simple. So you mix together your dry ingredients, you add water to it, you cover it, and it sits overnight. It's a very uh, wet dough. It makes a very moist bread. In the morning, once it's done all of its rising and bubbling, it smells nice and fermented and yeasty and doughy. I don't know. I love that smell in the morning. But you just punch it down. I add more flour because it's a very sticky dough. Okay. So I just sprinkle flour on it until I can kind of handle it. I ball it up into and toss it into my loaf pan, preheat my oven, bake it for 40 minutes, and you have a loaf of bread. You feel a little bit of pressure to want to do the pack something good for your kids. Um, I don't mind making like a sandwich because it's on good bread. Right. So, you know, when my kids want to get up in the morning, they want to have toast, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like they're not just eating sugar, like overly processed. But like the eggos my kids eat is just <laughs> not cutting it or what? <laughs> it's not every day. <laughs> I add a whole bunch of more stuff to it. He says you can freestyle your own ideas with this bread. And that's exactly what I do. So I add flax seeds, hemp seeds, right. millet. And I just mix it all in there with my yeast, the salt, the flour. I add in a bit of whole wheat flour. So it's a little bit, it's mostly white flour and just a little bit of whole wheat. Okay. It's a good hearty bread. It fills them up. Yeah, it sounds good. Mm -hmm. I love toasting it in the morning before I make their sandwiches. So it's a little bit crispy. And just for the listeners out there, Michael Smith's No Need Bread is on the internet So if you want to Google it, the recipe is on Food Network. Cool. Nice. And do you measure it and slice it like you measure out your planting of your carrot (laughs) seeds? Sorry. Thank you. Erin is very organized. You don't have a ruler to measure your bread slices? (laughs) I know she does. I have a ruler in my kitchen. Yes, I do, Heather. (laughs) I do not measure my bread slices. What if they don't fit in the toaster? (laughs) I don't believe you. Once this loaf has cooled down, you can slice it all up. I totally get why the best thing since sliced bread is a saying, because yeah, slicing bread can be kind of a pain in the butt, but you can do it ahead of time with this. Oh my God, my stomach is like, give me bread, give me bread now. Yes, that's the grumbling. Make your kids a sandwich, make it on bread that you've made at home and feel better if you put a whole bunch of jam and some cheese on it or whatever. Yeah. Some people can get pretty fancy with their bento boxes. Check out kinikobun.bento on Instagram. That's K-I-N-A-K-O bun.bento. These elaborate lunches are made for a husband and they are stunning. Today's episode is brought to you by Bessie Box, delivering healthy, naturally raised meat and seafood right to your door.
Bessie is a small team in Alberta that delivers local food straight from the farm to you. Choose from Alberta grass-fed and finished ground beef to sustainable Atlantic salmon from BC. You can order on your schedule, whether it's a one-time order or a regular subscription to your favorite Bessie box. All conveniently flash-frozen and portioned, so you always have healthy meat and seafood ready to cook up a storm. Go to BessieBox.com to order yours now. Plus, APN listeners can use the promotion code APN10 to save 10% off your first order. That's code APN10. Enter it on checkout at BessieBox.com to save 10% off your first order. So if you've packed a a nice healthy sandwich on some yummy bread, Mm -hmm. what do you put on the side? Why not some more bread products? Because oh, why not? <laughs> Let's why just not? fill them with carbs. carbs listen, carbs. listen, they're small. They run around they, a lot. They, they burn, burn it, off. it off fast. Yeah, totally. And it's brain food too. Yeah. So maybe we don't always want all the carbs. We have enough brains. <laughs> We're already smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice here. <laughs> Part of my routine during the school year is on Sunday, usually Sunday, but sometime Mm -hmm. on the weekend, I bake something that's going to go in as the snack slash treat slash carb filler in the lunch. Usually it's muffins, um, but I have to switch it up every week because if I get lazy and make banana muffins every week, they're going to tell me they're sick of them, which I totally get. Totally fine. So muffins or a loaf, um, some of our favorite ones. I like the fuel to go muffin. It's online and it's mm-hmm. full of zucchini. It's carrot, it's apple, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of seeds, uh, dried fruit. You can put anything in it and it's like a dense, yummy, oh, okay, energy packed. Yeah. It, that's why it's called fuel to go. Fuel that's to go. great. Okay. I like that one myself. Even if I'm going to have a snack like that. I like that it's got the fruit, the vegetables, a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff that's going to fill me up. And the kids like it. Does anyone else have zucchinis just like growing to no end? No, mine only just flowered. Yeah. They're terrible. Come over to my house because my zucchinis, I swear if I sat in the garden too long, they would like take me in and eat me. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, with zucchinis, you have too much at once, right? That's mm-hmm. always the way it goes. So you can actually grate them and then freeze them in one cup portions mm-hmm. and bake with them all year long. And mm-hmm. I do that. And I will grate like 20 cups of zucchini and freeze it all. And then I've got zucchini bread and zucchini muffins. One, we love the chocolate zucchini muffins. Yes. Especially because yeah. the zucchini makes it moist and it's right. like a it's more like a cupcake. Yeah. But it has zucchini in it. So it's really yummy. Sometimes I instead of a muffin, I'll do a donut, you can use the same recipe, just <laughs> baked in a different shape. And right. the kids are like, oh, donut. And they think it's really <laughs> special and like, it's or use cake. Thing. And yeah. if you yep. don't have, if you don't want to make it from scratch, get a cake mix. I have these really great silicone donut pans, bake up perfectly. They pop out. They're easy to clean super fast. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, my f- favorite donut recipe is a uh, pumpkin donut baked donut from Sally's Ah, baking addiction. Great recipe. And then you, sometimes I ice them. You guys have had those um, when I've made them, but Mm -hmm. also you can just kind of dip them a little bit in some cinnamon sugar and you bring Mm. them out of the oven, pop them out and just sort of dust them with cinnamon sugar and they're yummy. You don't have to ice them. And it looks like a nice treat. This is beautiful donut in the lunchbox. 
Yeah. The kids love them. Um, and in a pinch, if you don't have time to bake, just make Rice Krispie squares because the kids always love them. Yeah. And if it's once in a while, I mean, it's yeah. not quite as, it's not the fuel, but it's a treat. Have you ever mixed seeds into your Rice Krispie squares? Seeds? No. Yeah. I had, I had Rice Krispie squares once that had dates, pumpkin seeds, and sunflower seeds mixed into Ooh. it. And it was so good. That sounds and yummy. It added a little, like the kids are kind of, eh, cause the texture mm. and the seeds, but you know, if you do it a couple times, I mean, it's not like you can pick each seed out. You just got to eat it. And then it's at least adding a little bit, something more to it. Hmm. Oh, that's I like a good this idea. idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of these things, maybe an exception of the Rice Krispie squares, they're all freezable, right? You can make a big batch oh, of them yeah. and then put them in the freezer and then you don't have to worry about what to give your kids mm-hmm. for the next few days or few yeah. weeks even. Just right? pop it out frozen. A frozen mm-hmm. muffin in the lunchbox is thawed. Yeah. Almost, yeah. I'd say perfectly by the time they eat it at lunchtime. And if you need a little something cold in there with your veggies or whatever, you know, yeah. you've got your frozen muffin oh, done. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's all I got to say about lunches. And the rest of it, I just sort of, I kind of wing it with like the main course, if you will. Yeah, I just kind of like, mm, whatever I've got. It's usually half-assed, which is why I could really use some good tips. So I'm I'm curious what Sarah's got for us for a I've got three things lunch. and I'm going to refer you to a great website. Um, this woman, she taught me so much about Japanese cooking Uh, called Just One Cookbook. And I'm going to start off with chicken meatballs. So you can make this out of chicken, you can make this out of pork, you can make this out of beef, whatever you like. Mm -hmm. It's extremely easy. Okay. And the nice thing is if you make a big batch of it, you freeze it on parchment paper on a flat pan. And once they're frozen, throw them into a Ziploc bag and forget about Mm -hmm. it. So whenever the kids want a quick lunch or you want to have a quick dinner, all you do is take out these meatballs, you cook them and you make this sauce, which is a sweet and sour sauce. And all it has is ketchup, mirin, which we spoke about in the last episode. Yeah. Soy sauce, rice vinegar, sugar, and sake. If you don't have cooking sake, then you can use like a cooking wine, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy. I can't, like, you know, when they say um, meals in 30 minutes or less, this is a meal in 30 minutes of or less. All you have to do is make those meatballs and freeze them. Good to go. So if you're putting them in the kid's lunch, mm-hmm. you would take them out the night before to thaw them out. Would you cook them the night before? You could. You could cook them the night before or you could cook them in the morning. It's up to you. Um, I like to do things the night before because mm-hmm. I am not a morning person. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and so then I just cook them and I cool them down and I put them in the fridge. Now all you can do is then... Uh, warm them up in the morning if you'd like like in the microwave or whatnot and that sauce you can make the night before too it takes honestly like a minute to make that sauce mm-hmm. and so right. this is just one cookbook and the recipe is called chicken meatballs with sweet and sour sauce okay yeah. how are you packaging them in the kids lunch? i like to put them on rice because it's got that nice sauce on it mm-hmm. and that's that's their lunch in what sort of container are you putting this is i'm this is where i'm at like i have a the plastic lunch box with the little compartments it doesn't have like 
It doesn't seal. No. Am I putting it in a Tupperware and then trying to fit it in the box or what am I doing? Okay. So I have. <laughs> I know you have all the things. <laughs> I have all the bento boxes. I have a bento box specifically for their lunches when I make lunches like this. Because there's sauce in it and because there are different aspects in it, I don't like my bento to move. I like them to open yeah. it and it be pretty inside. I'm, I'm very, I've got some, you know, issues. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and I like them just to stay where, how I pack them, right? So by well, the time yeah. they're running to, to class mm -hmm. and they're moving around, but by the time they open it, everything's in place. Yeah. Um, so I have specific... Uh, lunch boxes that are small enough for just one meal and then ah. their snack is packed separately in that case I also do have uh, containers like you do Heather for different kinds of meals right but for those yeah. rice meals um, that's mm -hmm. how I like to pack them so it's not like a thermos container that no. keeps it warm or anything no. like that I don't bother with those things you know because by the time they're by the time lunch comes around if we're worried about temperature it, it's just not gonna pan out right it's gonna yeah. be room temperature food my kids have said they don't want hot lunch mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's mm -hmm. like but I like this for me I like this idea yes. especially if I'm at home if it's just me and I just need a quick lunch to mix up I like this meatball idea and I was just going to say this is a perfect quick dinner as well right mm -hmm. yeah. you have yeah. everything made all you have to make is that sauce that takes a minute and that's it mm -hmm. yeah. so this is good for everyone across the board I have made a chicken meatball before mm -hmm. and then just packed ketchup on the side because right. my kids will dip anything and everything in ketchup and and eat it yeah. And I seem it seems to help the fact that it's not warm anymore yeah. they'll do the meatballs and then a little right. container of ketchup. And then you're not worried about the sauce moving around in the lunchbox, right? right? If exactly. the meatballs are, are basically dry, uh -huh. then you have the dip in a thing. That's a fat I could probably get away with. They might eat that. Great idea. The tip I have for meatballs, they're so simple to make, right? Is have a little ice cream scoop, like the smaller ones. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then you just start popping. Like it, it takes no time to do this. And like you would be so happy you put the time into to making a big batch of this, right? Because mm -hmm. it's so mm -hmm. simple. Okay, I have, I, just before you move on, I have one little suggestion. Ooh. One thing I've done in the past is make sausage rolls using oh. puff pastry that you buy, you know, the frozen puff Smart. pastry. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking you could wrap your meatball first. You'd wrap it up like you would a sausage roll, put your meatball in your puff pastry, bake it. Would you freeze it before you baked it or after you baked it? After. After you baked it. That's what it. I okay. did with the sausage rolls. Okay. And those transported well. And I'm just thinking like oh. a meat, tasty meatball in a little Smart. puff pastry would I'm be really do yummy. That. Mm -hmm. Ooh, thank yeah. you. I like that idea. And so how would you heat those up if you wanted to heat them up? I think you put them in the oven so they don't get soggy. So you could make all the meatballs and sometimes some of them could be wrapped up and others are not. And yeah, perfect. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to do that variety mm -hmm. it's a spice of life ladies that's right <laughs> <laughs> my next one is dumplings 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 people we love oh, yes Sarah's dumplings okay. um i usually have like five different kinds of dumplings made and frozen in my freezer because that is wow. one of the easiest zhuzh up amazing <laughs> meals that i produce in again less than 30 minutes because i put the effort into it before yeah. Um, again, I'm going to refer you to justonecookbook.com. 
uh, gyoza, G-Y-O-Z-A. They're Japanese pot stickers, so the pan fried. I make massive batches of this. And here's the fun part of dumplings. Put whatever you want into it. You can do the traditional Mm -hmm. stuff or you can do whatever you'd like. But once you put them on a parchment paper, on that pan, freeze them. And once they're frozen, again, throw them into a Ziploc bag and they're ready to go right? Mm-hmm. So usually when I do gyoza, if I have extra filling and dumpling wrappers, guys, which you can buy anywhere, they never correlate. Mm. You always have more yeah. of one than the other. If you have extra of that filling, then you can scramble up an egg and make it into an omelet with the extra filling. It's really tasty and throw that over rice and there's your mm. lunch right there. Mm-hmm. Yum. Or if you have extra dumpling wrappers my kids love it when i have extra dumpling wrappers i wrap chocolate into them or (gasps) cream cheese and Mm. i fry them up and they love that stuff too so you always have something to do with dumpling wrappers so when you're at the store grab dumpling wrappers you know pick a recipe or come up with something on your own or you have leftovers in the fridge go for it i think you can even make like an apple pie filling and toss them in those dumpling wrappers. Absolutely. Mm. Why not? Wouldn't that be great? That would be so Yum. tasty. Well, they they do that with pierogies. They do you that see, with dessert pierogies. pierogies. So it's essentially the same idea, right? That's yeah. exactly where I was mm-hmm. I was drawing yeah. that thought from. So Yum. you could do easily do that, I think, with those pre-made wrappers. And again, the cookie scoop. Yes, the cookie scoop. I think, Erin, oh. you and I have spent some time making dumplings. And I think, Heather, you have yep. too. Yeah, we've yes. done dumplings We together, did a big so. night together. Yep. With, we had dumpling day. Yeah. Dumpling day. It did take a bit of time. Yeah, but it's fun doing it with friends. Mm-hmm. It is such a fun thing to do together. Yeah. I love doing this when, either when the family's sleeping or mm. when everyone's out of the house, like at school or at work. And mm-hmm. I turn on my favorite shows on Netflix. And I start making dumplings and I yeah. just zone out. Mm-hmm. So, And don't worry about the folding. Fold it however you want to fold it, as long as it's sealed. Right. Good to go. And then the yep. third one that I think has been a lifesaver for me is a recipe called Jason's Grandma's Two-Hour Buns on dinnerwithjulie.com. And what I like about this buns, and, and uh, you both have had these. Um, mm. Heather, I made these for Thanksgiving, and I shaped them into pumpkins. Yes. Oh, my God. That's you right. You guys, we will post a picture. I have a picture of these. They were the most amazing dinner rolls you've ever seen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the novice bread maker, I've made this recipe a number of times as well. And mm-hmm. it's like foolproof yeah. dinner roll. Totally. What I like to yeah. do with these dinner rolls is I stuff them. Mm-hmm. So I've stuffed them with mm-hmm. meatballs. I've stuffed them with ham and cheese. I've stuffed them with whatever leftover stuff that I have, whatever you'd like, whatever your kids like Yeah. again, and then bake them, cool them down. Here is where we use a little extra plastic. I, I, oh, because yeah. I make big batches of these. I do individually wrap every single one with like a plastic wrap. And then I throw them again into a Ziploc bag. And again, so easy. You just take it out of that freezer, warm it up, Mm -hmm. throw it into their bento boxes. And you've got, if you can just put that weekend away or some time away to make these three things, you've got lunches made for the next two weeks. 
yeah. I think with all those recipes, I think we're a little bit more prepared for back to school stuff. Yeah. And make it easy on yourself. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. you're baking the bread dough. So go to like your favorite place and get your, we like to get um, Chinese pork mm. and put that in the buns. Right. Or Those like, great ones. Yeah. I was just telling Sarah in the puff pastry, you can put like salami and cheese and it's like a pizza roll. Yeah. Or like whatever's the easy filling and just yeah. put your effort into the assembly or the baking of the totally part. Yeah. And the key is prep. Yeah. The key know is what prep. you're going to make. Mm-hmm. Come up with it when you make your shopping list. I mean, I'm a big lister and especially with lunches, I write it down. So in the morning when I'm packing, I don't even have to think. I look at the fridge and mm-hmm. then it, it's not thinking because yeah. my brain has not glopped over it is still sleeping, sleeping on my pillow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know we've all been there. And our kids start school early, like their day yeah. starts at eight. Mm-hmm. And so we are, you know, making yeah. lunches at 615 or whatever, like yeah. you're up early yeah. doing this breakfast and lunch. And if you're, routine. if you're getting ready, if they're getting ready, you're trying mm-hmm. to get, did you pack this? Do you have that? Yeah. You know, if you have it written down for yourself as to mm-hmm. what you're putting in that lunch, it's one less thing that needs to like ride on your brain waves. And yeah. so that's what I think is the key. When you have a few leftovers, just cut them up if they are freezable and freeze them. Just make it simple for yourself. Freeze, freeze, freeze. Yes, freeze <laughs> everything. And then exactly. if you're nuts like me, make them into funny little shapes. And... Yeah. Well, an easy thing to do, like I, the only time I really worry about shapes and stuff is sometimes I like to celebrate an occasion. Like if it's a holiday, if it's Valentine's right. day or Halloween or whatever. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I go a little cuckoo with like sugar cookies and ice them up mm-hmm. and surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I often don't have time or energy for that. And so put your rice crispy squares thin in a yeah. big cookie sheet pop that thing out and cut it with cookie cutters. And then you can even use like just a little bit of icing and some googly eyes or something. Yeah, fun. I love that stuff. I just also wanted to just quickly touch on this for our gluten sensitive friends. There is something called onigiris and it's O-N-I-G-I-R-I. Look it up. Again, it's an extremely easy thing to make in the morning. All you have to do is have rice ready. You put the rice into a mold. You make a little hole in the mold. You put whatever filling you want into it, a little rice, more rice on top, press it. And you've got an absolutely delicious kind of rice sandwich, let's say, to go. And and that's another really, like there's so many easy recipes out there that I think sometimes we avoid because we've never made them before. And you'll be surprised at how easy they are. Even I have made those. I had forgotten the name, but Sarah gave me some molds a few years ago and I've made them occasionally. Does it have to be a sticky rice, like a sushi rice? It has to be a stickier rice. Yes. It doesn't have to be a sushi rice. It just has to be a short grain or medium grain, but not a long grain. Like you're not doing that with basmati rice because mm-hmm. that's not a sticky rice. It won't stick together. And Erin, I've got a whole bunch of molds. You know, I do. I've got like... I have to integrate more rice into our to our lunches because I'm pretty sure the kids, they love the sticky rice. I think they would eat it cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass you some of those molds and they're easy to get, guys. You just have to look it up. Onigiri molds. And you can stamp, use the stamps and stamp up the little faces. Yeah. And I even I've done that, Erin. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't have tweezers, though. I need food tweezers so oh, I can really. Yeah. But you know me, that probably won't happen. <laughs> 
Well, you know, my oldest is going into junior high this year. He'll be happy that I don't make cute lunches. What? Yeah, no, yeah. my kids don't ever have that option. It might change. The only thing my kids don't want to <laughs> see is hearts. They don't want hearts or anything that looks like, like I used to write them notes. Yeah. Put them in their yeah. lunches. Yeah. Like little love notes. And they like that in like kindergarten and grade one. And then beyond that, it's like, don't send lovey notes because people might see them. Sometimes my husband does that. He sends them lovey notes just to be like, daddy loves you. And they're like, oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't care. I they can be in (laughs) high school and sit by themselves and eat because they're too embarrassed to show their friends their lunches. I am always making lunches Uh. for them like that. always gonna have to put up with that that is my quirkiness and you know what unless they want to make their own lunches and then I'll okay be so Sarah sad. I was gonna say listen when they get to high school don't be making their lunch for them <laughs> <laughs> they need to learn some independence and since this is our last episode I also want to say ah. that there have been previous episodes uh, it's not our last episode our last episode for the season I should yeah, say right for a month there have yeah. been previous episodes where you know um Aaron brought those empanadas from oh, yeah. Francis oh. I love making big batches of those and freezing them they are perfect for it we've yeah. talked about bows if you want to go down there mm. that is something that is again very freezable lots of things guys just I I just yeah. think make massive batches of them and freeze them and you will mm. be so thankful for that yeah or make that granola and put it in a little bag yeah for like that when they like to carry their snack around and munch on it yeah lots of options good luck until you run out of steam you run out of steam in like february and you're like yeah fuck it i'm just sending like lunchables lunch or whatever. i've never, stackable lunch stackable I've never bought it but i'm like maybe i'll resort to that at some point <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something's yeah. got to give, right? But <laughs> but now we've got the time. We're we're gonna put the effort in, and we're gonna hit the ground running. Maybe we could do like a day together where we make one Ooh, of these things. We make yes. dumplings, or we stuff oh, buns, yeah. or that would yeah. be so fun. Let's do that. Yes. yes, I love that idea. Team up yeah. and make it awesome. Yeah. All right, we'll see everybody back here. Well, we'll be, we'll be posting things in between. We'll, be we'll have little things. things here and there. We just won't be speaking to people until September. Yeah. Have a great September. Yes. yes. Have a great September and see you at the end of September. And happy cooking and freezing stuff. Happy back to school. All right. See you later. See you later. And now for the fine print. You can find recipe information and photos on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. Why don't you leave us a comment? Give us ideas for future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, if you like and subscribe and follow, all of those things help other people find us. What's for lunch? This again. Itadakimasu!